Hello everyone, this is another episode of A Brand Nerd Day. I'm the Man Nerd, and this show is all about talking about social issues, emotional issues, real life stuff. I like to share stories of different things, animals, people, just uplifting stuff. This particular episode is going to get a little bit heavy because I'm going to be talking about something pretty big that has happened in my life recently. I'm going to be talking about friendships and in particular a friendship I've had since kindergarten that unfortunately ended because my friend passed away. And this is going to lead into mental illness and things that I've come across that I've experienced myself, little steps that I've taken to kind of push myself out of it. And and just my viewpoint on it. Okay, so before we get going, this is a disclaimer. I will be talking about an event that happened that my friend took his own life. So this gets pretty deep, and I know I'm going to feel emotional, and this is the time where if you're not ready to hear this, then that is okay. You do not have to listen to this. So please, if this is going to trigger anything, just skip this one. And I promise that other episodes were just going to be full positivity, but this one is very personal for me. So it's just something I need to talk about. Second disclaimer, I am not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I am not a professional with mental illness. I am just a person that has felt things, that has done things, experienced things, good and bad. So this is just strictly from my perspective. I'm going to start out with a story of when I first met my friend. It was kindergarten and the kids were out playing soccer. And I kept hearing about this kid named Scott that you had to talk to if you wanted to get involved with the soccer game. So I wanted to play soccer. So I'm walking around and I end up talking to Scott. Unfortunately, it's the wrong Scott. That was the Scott with glasses, not the Scott without glasses. So I end up talking to him and he doesn't know what I'm talking about doesn't play soccer so then I start asking around some more I end up getting a little bullied because you know kindergartners it happens and then the real Scott he comes up and he defends me and in my in my memory he kicked their asses but you know what it probably wasn't like that but knowing him it very well could have been so he stood up for me and then played soccer realized I didn't like to play soccer so there's that but we ended up becoming friends after that I ended up going to his place, telling my mom, and then my mom talked to his mom, and we ended up becoming friends, and that never really went away. Of course, we've, of course we've had our ups and downs. Uh, everybody does. We're basically siblings when it came down to it, knew each other so long, and the cool thing about this is I moved out of the area. I moved hours away, and we still kept in touch. We still visited each other during the summers and sometimes around Christmas and whatnot. But we did keep in touch through high school, out of high school. There were times that we didn't talk much. There was ups and downs, like I said. We both did things that are probably, like, shitty to each other. But, you know, who doesn't? Now, something about Scott. Scott, very, very charismatic. The life of the party type of person. Very outgoing. Totally the opposite of me. 
ended up becoming a very good guitarist, musician, and he would always have fun with people. Growing up, he was always making new friends. People just liked him. It's just how it was. And people still like him. Now, unfortunately, he did keep certain things from people. Like everybody does, he wore a mask a lot of the time. He had a lot of pain in his life stemmed from losing a very close family member when he was younger. From there, it it just festered. And he always had a hard time expressing himself. The negative feelings would always take over. Every time something bad happened, they would just take over. And he could never see the light. Eventually, over time, you know, it would get better. He would find things that would bring him back up. Usually, it was different people different people he'd get really, really close to, usually relationships, but that was always the go-to for him. And I think some of the issues was he never learned how to love himself, never learned how to like himself, to live life for himself. And that's probably one of the hardest things. The darkness eventually just took over and he, he made the decision to take his own life and I do not condone that at all I've had I have had feelings I've been to very very dark places very dark places that could have ended up being the same situation you know that he found himself in and ended up taking what I feel is the wrong choice but there was a point that I didn't want to feel that way anymore so I said I hate this feeling then sought help And the first step for that for me was just going to my doctor and telling them that's how I felt. And then they got me in touch with people that I could talk to and gave me an option for medication, which maybe it's not the option for some people, but for me, it ended up making the difference. It gave me the breathing room I needed to work past it to, you know, feel better. And like I said, it might not work for everybody, but that is an option that they might give you. So that might be something that you can use as a tool to make yourself feel better, to learn how to cope, to learn how to move forward, to see life the way you used to. Because everybody sees life good at first, unless things are really, really bad, which I don't wish that for anyone. But hopefully... When you're a kid, everything just looks bright. Now, these sort of things can be scary. It's scary even making an appointment for the doctor, trying to, you know, gather the courage to tell them or just to tell a close friend or a family member and, you know, ask for help. That's scary. And then the medication, taking that, that's scary. You don't know what it's going to do to you. You don't know if it's going to take your emotions and completely blot them out. For me, it just, like I said, gave me breathing room. I found the right dosage. It was pretty easy. Some people, it's not so easy. Sometimes you have to try different medications. Sometimes you have to try different doses to find the right amount. So it doesn't overpower you or it does what it's supposed to do. And that can be rough. I was lucky enough where literally just had to change the dose once. And it made such a big difference the first time that I was pretty much good. And then talking to somebody for over a year and started to, you know, be able to move forward, to be able to feel things better than before, to look forward to things. And I'm going to get into, you know, little steps that I took 
like the biggest thing for me is making plans. I always have to have something planned with somebody else, at least one person. So I have one thing to look forward to at least. Now for me playing D&D, &D, you know, every other week, that has made such a big difference and interacting with people and having fun and just doing nerdy things, that's just great. And I also plan events. Like I always have like a convention or a concert or something that I'm gonna go to in the future, something months down the line. And that gives you something to look forward to. And you've gotta make sure that if you get into that funk around the time that you're supposed to do these things, try to force yourself to go. If you can go, go. If it's going to cause issues, you might want to reconsider, but immediately make another plan. Push it off. Do something else. Do whatever you can, but just keep that future in mind. That's one of the biggest things for me. Now, talking about my friend, he made a choice. Like I said, I don't condone that choice. I have, I've been close. I've been close and I felt that and it was horrible. And I tried to help him. A lot of people did. There is a point where you can only do so much and somebody's got to pull themselves out. They have to want to feel good. They have to want to be happy. They have to want the future. You can't force anybody to be happy. And that's one of the worst things to feel when a tragedy happens like this. And when somebody goes dark like that, they cut themselves off on purpose. You feel the darkness, you feel that pit, and you just wanna crawl deeper and deeper into it. You want it. You wanna feel worse, which is so weird. It's so weird to know that you can feel that, that you wanna get deeper and deeper into this. But it's something that just pulls you down. And the farther you go, the harder it is to pull out you end up isolating yourself. You cut people out, family and friends. And even if they reach out, it gets to a point where you don't want help. You don't want anything to do with them. And that is so rough. If you're in the situation where somebody is in a dark place and you're trying to reach out, it's a, it's a fine line of trying to help them to putting yourself out there and then feel like you're forcing it. Because sometimes if you force it, it can make it worse. And that is so hard. The best you can do is urge them to want to be happy, to want to move out of this and be there if they need it. Help them if they need it. And if you can't help them, if you've done everything you can, it's hard not to hurt, not to feel like you could have done more. But it is up to that person. It is so hard to accept, especially now. But right now, the best thing we can do in situations like I'm in now is keep going. I... I want to be happy. I want to experience life. I want to have fun. I have things planned in the future. I play D&D every other week. It's it's what I do. I like to laugh. like to have a good time. I like to feel down too because if you don't feel down, you don't know what feeling good's like. So I'm going to end this with talking about a book. Well, a theme from a book. Something that I've held on to for a very long time. Ender's Game. At the end of the book... The main character writes a book about, let's just say it's about somebody who, who died. And they become what is called the Speaker for the Dead, which turned into something in the series that I thought was pretty amazing. There's many Speakers for the Dead, and they get called upon to basically do what a minister or priest would do at a funeral and talk about somebody. But they talk about the truth the good, the bad, who they were. 
And I found that so profound. And my friend Scott, he he was a great guy. He was great. He had charisma, spunk. He was the life of the party. He he could make you feel so good about yourself. He could encourage you. He could also make you feel like crap. He could bring down a room. He could bring up a room. You could have the best time with him. He could also make it stop in an instant if he's in a bad mood, which that's great. He had a superpower that he could turn things around quickly. He could argue. And if you're on his side, heck yeah, he's going to support you. If you're not, he's going to make sure that you know what his side was all about. And that was great too. Everything good, everything bad. I loved him as a brother and we weren't as close as we used to be the last few years because of everything, because of me, because of him, because of life situations. But those moments, just who he was, that's a part of me. We were a part of each other. Lifelong friends. Even if you're not close, it's kind of like being family. Sometimes you don't talk to your family for a while. There's no particular reason, but sometimes it happens. And I just want to remember him for who he was. And he'll always be a part of me. And it's just really rough going through these things, these situations. But it's good to remember that people are people. Situations are situations. I was there as best as I could be. Yes, there are things that I could have done different. But it would have hurt me as well. Maybe him more. I don't know. But you make choices. And... I don't regret anything. We had a good relationship, up and downs, it was good. Even on the down times, you know, when we were pissed at each other, it was it was life. So everybody think about your friends and you know, it doesn't hurt to check in on them. I was always the one to check in and that's one thing that got me uh, where, you know, sometimes friends don't check in with you and you feel hurt because of that. If you're the only one that initiates, that can be, that can be a problem. In your head but you got to remember not to take it personally life is life things happen and sometimes people don't want to be your friend anymore and that's fine that is okay but sometimes people forget they move on and they get too into their lives so if you have friends like that you know just reach out just say hey how are you doing you know it's it's not a bad thing to every now and then put yourself in check and you know reach out because it might mean the world to somebody you never know so anyway everybody have a good day and look at the positive even through this negative spot here there's so much good in my memories and so much good to come i just really hope everybody feels well and even if you're going through something rough that no you know things move on things go forward